Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The apostle and see what happened in his life when trouble came in his life and uh, and just how he dealt with it and what was happening in his life as far as uh, with trouble. But let's uh, and you know I some sometimes trouble comes in big ways and sometimes trouble comes just in small ways, right? Uh, even this morning as I was printing out my message. I never could get my printer to print on front and back. You know what? I made a mistake. Yesterday, I upgraded to Windows 10. That was a mistake. Gail had been telling me that me and her was going to have to learn and do better, and I thought, well, I'm going to do that, Gail. So it's your fault. No, 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 no. No, no, no. But anyway, let's all stand. We're going to read together Revelation chapter 1. Revelation chapter 1, and we'll begin reading with verse 9. The Bible says, I, John, both your brother and companion in the tribulation and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was on the island that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And I heard behind me a loud voice as of a trumpet saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. And what you see, write in the book and send it to the seven churches for which are in Asia, to Ephesus, to Smyrna, to Pergamos, to Thyatira, to Sardis, to Philadelphia, and to Laodicea. Let's all bow our heads and let's pray. Lord, I just pray today as we look in your word, God. Lord, I just pray those who are discouraged would be encouraged. Yeah. God, I pray, Lord, that we would all be driven, Lord, to grow closer to you. God, convict us of our sin. Show us your great glory. Lord, we want to worship you today. Lord, I pray for your anointing to preach your word as you have it preached. In Jesus' name, amen. Y'all can be seated. You know, as we look here in Revelation and we see here John, the, uh, I think the first thing we can see here in this passage in Chapter 9, or verse 9, John said he was his their brother in uh, in and companion in the tribulation and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ. You know, as we look here in this passage, John was telling them, I know I'm going through tribulation, and you're going through tribulation and trouble. 
But as we see, he starts out and he's telling them that they were all going through tribulation together. And the first thing I think we see in the passage here is the reversal of his situation. The reversal of his situation. You know, the situation was that they were all in this thing together. And then what does the Bible say? I was on the island that was called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. John, who up until this time had been uh, in Ephesus and in preaching and been there with the, uh, the brethren, and because of his preaching, they put him on the island of Patmos. He was an older fellow. There he was all of a sudden by himself. And you know, in our life today, if we're going through trouble and we're there with someone else, it makes it easier, doesn't it? Hmm? You know, you may be going through a reversal of your situation. There may be where you thought your life was good and everything was going good. And then all of a sudden something happens and things change and you feel like you're worse off than you were before. You know, the, I think we need to so many times mistakes we make is when trouble comes is that we do isolate ourselves. John here was isolated not by his choice. But how many times when trouble comes in your life, you want to be by yourself and don't want anybody else around. You know, I think that that is a ploy of Satan to help destroy you. If we go all the way back to Genesis chapter 2 and verse 8, you know what God said? God said in Genesis 2 8, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. God knew it wasn't good for people to be alone. In Ecclesiastes chapter number 4, the Bible tells us two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, one will lift, him, uh, lift up his companion. But woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him. Again, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him. And a threefold cord is not quickly broken. You know, for us, when we start going through trouble, we need to seek each other's company. We need to seek each other's help instead of trying to go through everything on their own. Here, John, he did not have a choice. He was placed on the Isle of Patmos. Let's go one step further. You know the whole reason that, the, that Christ implemented the church is so we can have each other. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, the whole chapter has to deal with us being a body and that we need each other. If everybody's a big toe, we're in a mess. And if you're a big toe by yourself, you're in a mess. 
right? We need each other uh, to live. But here in John, with his situation, he was out there on the Isle of Patmos by himself. You know, for him, it would have been easy for him to experience discouragement, wouldn't it? Can you imagine him sitting there thinking, God, I've been preaching. We were enduring this trouble together as a church. And now here I am stuck out here by myself on this little island where slaves are mining. They're just mining goods and just out there by itself. You know, it would have been easy for him to experience disappointment. Have you ever had something in your life where you were looking forward to something and then all of a sudden the situation reversed and where things changed? It would have been easy for him to experience disappointment. You know, it would have been easy for him to fall into depression. Thinking there's no hope. Or even become desperate. But let's look a little further in John. What happened in his life. When he's undergoing all this trouble. And having to endure it alone. Verse number 10. The Bible says, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. You know, we see here with John the resolve of his Spirit. When I say the resolve of his Spirit, I'm not talking about the resolve of John's Spirit. The resolve of the Spirit of God. Here, can you imagine John is there by his sake. And he says, I was. In the Greek, it was, I became. I'm there, and I became in the Spirit. On the Lord's day. You know, when all this trouble was going around, here the Lord's day, one of the first mentioned or the early mentions of the Lord's Day, the first day of the week, the day that they celebrated the resurrection of Christ. He said, I was in the Spirit. You know, if we look there, I think we can see within that those words kind of a twofold meaning. The first thing is, he was in the Spirit, meaning he was in a spirit of worship and praise to God. But I think we can go further and deeper and look behind and see what the reason is his being in that spirit of worship and being able to worship God is because he had the presence of the Spirit of God with him. You know, if we look in Scripture, Jesus, right before he was to be crucified, 
in John chapter 14. In verse 15, he says, If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. The Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. I don't know exactly when John penned those words. But can't you imagine in his mind them there on the Isle of Hackness? Instead of him thinking I'm by myself going through this alone. I wonder if his mind thought back to that night. That Jesus said, I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm going to send a helper to be with you. And he'll be there with you forever. I'm not going to leave you like a orphan. You know, for us today, no matter what trouble and trial we're going through, we can remember we know Jesus. He's not leaving us alone. His Spirit comes and is with us. And we're not having to go through this alone. Even though we may feel like we're alone, He's there with us. We may look like we're alone. He's there with us. John continued, and Jesus continued speaking in John chapter 14. He's in verse uh, 25. These things I've spoken to you while being present with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit from the Father, uh, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. You know, the first thing is, Jesus, John had to hear what Jesus said, right? And he said, when the Spirit's there, he'll bring things to remembrance that I've already told you. Have you ever been going through a time of trouble? And you just think back, and something will come into your mind, a passage of Scripture that you've read. God will bring back your endurance something that he said. You know what? That's the Spirit working in you. The Holy Spirit moving. John's, Jesus told them, and it was recorded by John, the Spirit will be with you always. He'll bring things to your remembrance. You know one reason why it's important to work, read God's Word? If you've never read God's Word, how can you bring it back to your remembrance? Right? We need to be daily reading His Word. So many times, I'll read a passage, and later that day, or the next day, somebody asks a question, and the passage I just read was exactly what I needed to share with you. What a coincidence. No. 
God working. Right? We need to be daily in His Word. Going on, John chapter 15. Jesus told them, But when the Helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, He will testify of me. And you also bear witness, because you have been with me from the beginning. John chapter 16 and verse uh, 5. But now I go away to him who sent me. And none of you ask, where are you going? Because I have said these things to you. Sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin because they do not believe in me. Of righteousness because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Of judgment because the ruler of this world is judged. Here within the last passage, John chapter 14, 15, and 16, was John records what Jesus said as they left the upper room and they walked to the Garden of Gethsemane the night before he was crucified. And in that passage, at least four times, he tells them, don't worry, I'm sending somebody to you. When you're going through trouble, don't worry, he'll come. I'm sending the helper. Now I'm going, but it's good I'm going because the helper's going to come and be with you. The Holy Spirit. Don't you think John could say I was in the Spirit? Because he knew the Spirit. The Holy Spirit. The one Jesus had sent. If you go on over to chapter Acts chapter number one. Right before Jesus ascended up into heaven, he begins and he tells them, verse number six, therefore when they had come together, they asked him saying, Lord, will you restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said, to them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the authority has put in his own, which the Father has put in his own authority. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and to the end of the earth. You know that last verse, the last thing he tells them before Christ ascended. He says, when the Holy Spirit, but you shall receive power. You know, the Holy Spirit, He enters you immediately <coughs> when you trust Christ as your Savior. You shall receive. And the next word He tells that, He said, you shall receive power. He enters you immediately. He enables you physically. You know that word power in the Greek? It, uh, dunamis. 
the when anything that has the stem do know means that you are capable. You have the ability. Here, Jesus said, when the Holy Spirit comes, he'll be with you. He'll enable you. But then he enlists you spiritually, and you shall be witnesses. Here, John experienced the Holy Spirit there that day. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. He was there, the Spirit dwelling with him. You know, John, he did experience a turn in his circumstances. He realized the Holy Spirit was there. He could worship and glorify God even in the midst of all his trouble because the Spirit was there with him. But then I think the last thing we can see in this passage is the revelation of Scripture. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day and I heard behind me a loud voice as of a trumpet saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. What you see, write in a book and send it to the seven churches which are in Asia, to Ephesus, to Smyrna, to Pergamos, to Thyatira, to Sardis, to Philadelphia, and to Laodicea. You know, here, as John was going through all this trouble, he was there in the spirit. He said he heard from Jesus. You know what does the Bible tell called Jesus? He's the word of God, is he not? Amen. In John chapter number one, verse one, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. You know, John, he heard from Jesus. You know, in our day, when we're going through trouble, we need to first remember Spirit is with us. Then you know what we just need to do? We just need to listen to what Jesus has to say. We just need to see what Jesus is saying to us through this trial that we're going through. And so many times we may think we're going through a trial because we're under the attack of Satan. That may be the case. But sometimes we just may need to be, God may be just letting us be exactly where we need to be. So he can speak to us. And so he can speak through us. 
John never went to Patmos. I wonder, when we have the book of Revelation where God has revealed what he's going to do. What if Paul had never went to prison? Would we have some of the prison epistles that Paul wrote to the churches? You know, as Paul and Silas were in prison, they began to sing and pray. And everyone in the prison turned to Jesus. For us, are we ready to hear what Jesus has to say? And with John there, the Spirit working in him and through him. And he began to hear from Jesus. I believe that's why he could open up this book, this book as he wrote. And he says in verse 4, Grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come. John said, experience his grace. From the one that always has been. And the one that is. And the one that always will be. He goes on down and he says, To him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Verse 7, Behold, he is coming with clouds, and every eye shall see. Why could he proclaim that? Because he has heard from Jesus. Amen. He said, let me just tell you what he has to say to you. You know, when we're going through trouble, when we've had a reversal of our situation, when things happen, that we were not expecting. We just need to remember the Spirit is with us. If you trust in Christ as your Savior, the Spirit of God dwells within you. Just listen to what Jesus has to say to you. Listen to Him what he has to share with you in your life have you experienced the reversal of your situation have you experienced problems you may say I'm going through something right where I think life is good and then all of a sudden things are getting tough you may say, no, everything's good with me right now. Just hang on and you'll experience that. Trouble will come in your life. But you are experiencing trouble. Do you realize that the Spirit of God dwells in you? <coughs> you say, as John, he who has washed us given us of our sin in the 
his own work. Have you trusted Christ as your Savior? If you have, you know that the Spirit's doing him. Are you listening to what Jesus is going to say? We're going to have a time of prayer and then a time of invitation. This morning, Jesus, you come pray. Let us come pray. Satan, you should be alone in this time. Just pray. If you remember first, the Spirit is with you. God, speak to me. What are you trying to show me through this situation in my life? Let's pray. Lord, I just pray. Lord, that you would work in people's lives this evening. For those who are going through trouble, Show yourself real in their heart. Lord, help us to remember that your spirit is with us. You didn't want us to be orphans. Lord, in the midst of our trouble, don't you? Let us be rejoicing in your spirit. Praise him. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.